Hello, welcome to Love Food, Hate Money, show where we talk about how much we love food and we prove it by spending all of our money on it. I am going to be your host, Jonah. This is co-host Courtney. Hey. We are back. We've made a triumphant return. Is it really triumphant, though? We're not dead. That's fair. That's fair enough. I don't know if that's winning, but it feels like a triumph. <sighs> Let's talk about our drink, sponsored by Getting Gifted Bottles of Wine. This Hooray. one is... Uh, La Pedagola Vermentino 2021 coming from Tuscany. I think the producer is Bonfi. Do you like it? I do like this wine a lot, actually. What kind of wine is it? It's white. Good job. Using your eyes. (laughs) Does it taste like anything to you? I get, like, green apple with this one. Green apple and a little minerality and floral. There's definitely some floral notes floral tastes like flowers (laughs) you sound so defeated today oh i'm just processing i also just woke up from my nap (laughs) yeah as of this recording we're recording sunday for tuesday yeah we know we we really procrastinated this week um it's our anniversary happy eight years been married for eight years we went to lunch, came home, took a nap, going to go to dinner. And that is how we celebrate. <laughs> just, <laughs> just like that. Nothing more, nothing less. Lunch was good, though. We had Valentine. Yes. Very it's always nice. good at Valentine. And then we're going to go to Sotis for dinner and then a uh, cocktail bar called Fuck You, Pay Me. I thought you were just going to go by the acronym, so it was f- friendly for all the children. What children? Uh, mostly Christopher, I guess. <laughs> So I guess we should, right off the bat, talk about our, our hi-tus. Oh, yes. <laughs> the hi-tus. Our, our hiatus of sorts. Um, so obviously, if you listen week to week, we took two weeks off. And then last week was a pre-recorded episode that we had done before the Great Flood of 23. Uh, yes. The wet apartment. The final saga. Um, if you follow us on Instagram, you would have seen that I had posted a picture of part of the ceiling in our apartment. Um, basically what happened was our upstairs neighbor let his bathtub run for about two hours uh, with a towel covering the drain. It's funny because it sounds like uh, a not alive attempt without context. Yes, but it wasn't that. He had broke off the shower handle, didn't know how to stop the water, put a towel over the shower handle that was broken, and then the towel fell off into the tub and clogged the drain, is what we were told. Allegedly. Allegedly. There's no photo evidence, but that's what we were told. Best part was that he was just running around outside in his American flag swim trunks, completely dry, <laughs> as his apartment was flooding into ours. Um... What a strange time. It was an unfortunate situation. He didn't know how to call emergency maintenance. Um, so by the time emergency maintenance got the water shut off, we had water coming through every room in our house. <laughs> that house had water everywhere. Uh, including had... the exterior wall through the window, which was just I amazing. That, I think that was my favorite part through the front facade because it wasn't really getting into our bedroom all that much, but it was going through the front facade window where that where the bedroom was and i still don't quite understand how that worked you know logistically didn't the whole sense. thing well 
I think it must have been that that was where like the weak parts were in the the ceiling and stuff was where all the water came through. The easy drain holes. Yeah. Yay. So that was super fun. Uh, we had to move out our, of our apartment in um, basically two days because it was deemed unlivable. Lived with family for 12 days. Shout out Joyce. Uh, that yeah. was amazing. And then moved into our new apartment, which is where we're recording from today. So if it sounds different, it's all John's fault. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we finally have the space to set up a more permanent location to record because we were recording in our kitchen table until today. And now we're recording on two halves of a desk that got split during the move. And now we're, <laughs> it looks like a, how would you describe this room? This room's a hot mess. I would like to, uh, it, uh, we'll call it college core. But at a, at a, um, uh, uh, performing arts school because we got a little piano in here and a vacuum cleaner and some cardboard for some acoustics. Oh my! Ooh! Can you tell all the cardboard that is littering just one wall? <laughs> <laughs> um, in the process of moving, we had a flat tire that was super cool. I got really stupid sick. I you... turned into the kid from Christmas Story. <laughs> Only he didn't say fudge. <laughs> I mean, we have just had this last month has just been like one thing after another. We're fighting um, parties involved with the situation to try to get some money back for all of our things that were lost and whatever. So fighting each other because we've been married for eight years. And it's just just a fun game. Honestly, guys, 2023 is not our year. We've been taking L so far. I did. I got my psalm stuff this year. You did get your psalm stuff. That is a highlight. And I'm scheduled to take level two in June. Stay posted. That'll be really exciting. I'll be interested to hear about how that test happens. It'll be a weird long day. I need to request it off, actually. (laughs) What I'm picturing, because I have the only frame of reference I have for the Somalia testing is like um, the movie Psalm, the documentary or whatever. But for some reason, the other thing that comes up for me is the episodes of Grey's Anatomy when they go and like re-up their (laughs) in the hotel <laughs> just like that it'll be me and a bunch of other servers we're gonna have a, we're gonna go to the break room with each other and do questionable things oh my god just like Grey's Anatomy just like Grey's Anatomy this is the Grey's Anatomy podcast now <laughs> hooray finally my dreams come true it's all coming together welcome yeah. to the Shondaverse everyone <laughs> I actually got into a, a I don't know if it's not the right word but someone was like yeah I don't watch Grey's Anatomy but I really like how to get away with murder and I was like that's the same it's the same writer and he was like, I know, but no. And like, I just was wrong. deeply confused. <laughs> Although so Viola fair. Davis is the lead in How to Get Away with Murder, and she's phenomenal. So I do think that is the better show overall. That's a hot take. But I've anatomy has been on for as long as I've been alive. Well, it is the greatest show of I all time. I guess that's not true. It's probably, what, 2003 or four, I think. That's... Maybe a long time. We should really hire a fact checker for this podcast. Yep. The fact checker is someone else gets to check the facts later on. You just tell us. I don't know. We're just going with it. It's this. We pretend like we live in the 70s where we just ponder things. (laughs) When did this come out? I don't know. Pre-internet podcasting. Want to go get an encyclopedia and find out? Nope. And then now we're here. Do you have any good stories from work? Recently? Yeah. Uh, no, I had the lady that 
who refused to take her medicine unless she had a straw. That was weird. <laughs> she got water, asked for a straw with it. I said, yeah, I'll be back with that. And then within 30 seconds, I went back up to the bar. Another table that I had, which was a pretty large table, had like six drinks up. So I walked those. I was walking by her and she like stopped me. She was like, excuse me, sir, that straw. I have medicine I need to take. And I looked at her and then I looked at the glasses and then I looked at her and I just nodded my head and said, I know. And I kept walking. (laughs) The way that she stopped me was just so rude. And also, if their pills are that much of a thing, you should learn how to swallow, friend. Why did she, I don't understand the needing a straw. Like you can just drink out of a, apparently, your lips can touch the glass. Apparently she couldn't. Apparently. And then they only spent like $50. They were the weirdest little table. How bizarre. How bizarre. <laughs> I think that's pretty much, I don't know. I'm sure there's other work stories locked somewhere away. to think of them. But that's not what we're here to talk about. Yeah. What are we talking about? We're going to talk about the greatest weekends of our lives. Oh my God. The Arizona Renaissance Festival. <laughs> I love when people are like, wait, you go to that every year? Yeah. Why do you need to go every year? Because every year I get some of the same food and some new food. And that's really, <laughs> that's why. Nostalgic, really, I guess. I think it's funny because you grew up going almost every year, if not every year. Mm-hmm. And in my family, I think we went like three times. I mean, it's it's the same every year, so I I get only ever going three times. I don't know. I from the time I was ten ish to when I moved out, I went. I think every year, moving out, meaning the year we got married, eight years ago. Yeah. And then we've in the eight years we've been married, I think we've gone five or six times. Five or six times. I think like the pandemic is the only times we didn't go. Just at least popping through. I enjoy it for the food, even though the food is not good, but the food is perfect. <laughs> I feel like I have insider knowledge on the food because at least for a little while, oh, I <laughs> I knew someone that ha- was a, like a kitchen lead or so they said. I honestly can't fact check any of this, but this is what they told me. This is a hot rumor, guys. Literally, she said, prove it. Pictures or it didn't happen. Yeah. Um, but That's they- how all of our fact checking actually is just <laughs> pictures or it didn't happen. <laughs> Um, but they were a kitchen manager at one of the outlets at the Renaissance Festival. And they said that, um, they, a lot of the employees there at the time were, um, part of a program that helped rehabilitate, uh, former inmates. Um, which was really interesting to hear about, especially because this person, when they would have been managing, would have been a, like younger and apparently some of the other people would get up to shenanigans while working there. So it seemed like that would be a very interesting place to work. Uh, for those of you that aren't here, she said shenanigans and raised her eyebrows. <laughs> you can do with that information what you will. Um, yeah, I mean, between that and then back when we were in culinary school, one of the people there exploited the child labor to make pasties. Do you remember that? So the Renaissance Festival is built on a... What? Yeah, there was a project for the PM kids at least to wait we made pasties in am too yeah that was for the renaissance festival what that was for one of the vendors there yeah mm. they exploiting exploited child labor us. prison labor 
<laughs> I just, you know, if you're eating at the Renaissance Festival, it is it is as close as to the 1700s as we're going to get. But they, they don't do elephant rides anymore. The child's crave the mines. It's <laughs> one of my favorite memes. <laughs> or the children? I like childs. Childs is The better. childs. <laughs> so many childs out there. Um, This year they actually had a new food item. They had a wonderful new food item. Transylvania chimney rolls, allegedly. Oh, I feel like I've only heard them referred to as chimney cakes until we went to that stand and they called them chimney rolls. I'm going to go with whatever the people at that stand said because they started speaking in the tons of witches <laughs> at some point. I don't think you can say that. Mm, I've, <laughs> I've definitely watched enough TV <laughs> witch movies and then they started talking and I was like, this is... This is the tons of witches. Um, what language do you think they were speaking? Well, yeah, I don't know. Hotel Transylvania. Transl- <laughs> they were vampires, actually. They were all particularly pasty. I wouldn't be surprised if at least one of them was a vampire. Uh, I loved it was a whole family. And they were just like, yep, this is what we're doing. Once again, child labor. We love rear- child labor. Rears her beautiful head for the Renaissance Festival. <laughs> it's very authentic to it's, it's, the Renaissance period. <laughs> Very enlightened. I don't think they have enough kids working at the Renaissance Festival, to be honest. Yeah. (laughs) No one wants to work anymore. (laughs) I mean, they even have dogs that work there. Like, come on. True. The Greyhound booth. Legendary. So. The Rats. Legendary. Cirque de Sewer. Cirque de Sewer. Big fan. That show's always a hot mess, but I love it every time. Nothing like watching a rat crawl across that lady's legs spread all the way across. (laughs) And a little bit of a rum-based cocktail to do to have oh while, you're, while you're watching it. This Ta- is what dreams are made of. Yeah, get into the food. Like, what what is it about the Renaissance food that well, really gets you right in the heart? Probably because it's as close as it can get to eating in prison without getting your eye wet. <laughs> based on based on the stories. Okay, but what what do you get when you go? Well, I always get a bread bowl because it's about ninety degrees in Arizona, so it's a perfect time for a nice warming bowl of broccoli cheddar soup we've screwed that up like the last two years we waited too long into the season to go you need to go in like january well it's not open so (laughs) wait follow up to that i I thought it was january through april break into the renaissance festival (laughs) and just eat soup by ourselves just staring at each other through the little dirt or the cutout facades i like that idea but when does it open then it's the first weekend in february through the last weekend in april so you weren't off by a significant margin. Right. Well, then we'll go in February. Nice. That's like January, but later. <laughs> well, eight years was it, folks. That's Shut awesome. it down. It's, it's enough slices. <laughs> um, so yeah, I there's that. Always get some sort of meat to start off the day for breakfast because that's along the first alley, first row of, of businesses. Um, we've talked about this a little bit. I'm gonna next year. I'm not gonna let anyone hold me back because the only thing I like to do there is eat, and everyone judges me for having more than two to three meals. Nobody judges you. Everyone, I can feel it. You're literally making that up. You're judging you. You're judging me. Judging you. (laughs) Just started singing singing "Sweet Caroline." No, I literally told you it was like get whatever you want. This is why we come here. That's what you said, but it's not how I what it felt like. It felt more like a... It sounds like a you problem, not a me problem. Do it, I dare you. <laughs> no, I learned not to take you up on dares. <laughs> so we started out this year... With some... <laughs> with the... It was a Polis, Polis, Polis. Polish... Polish. It's a Polish. <laughs> Jesus. 
a Polish sausage in. The... I thought it was a bratwurst. Was it a bratwurst? I think it was brats and kraut. Oh. Maybe it was Polish sausage. I don't. I don't know. remember now. It was a sausage. We started off our day with some big juicy weenies, <laughs> and then we smothered our big juicy weenies and um, uh, lots of mustard and about enough sauerkraut to um, kill. Realistically, anyone with taste buds, there was a lot of sauerkraut. It was a lot of sauerkraut, and then that the bread was just awful. Oh, it was. It was. It was just <laughs> so dry. <laughs> It was a weird type of dry, though, where it was uh, hydrophobic. It was, it like, was chewy like, and crumbly. Yeah, it was really cool. <laughs> there was It was some science behind that bread that it will save us someday. Honestly, though, without the bread, pretty tasty. Yeah, it was a good little sausage. A good little good breakfast. Little, little Start breakfast with some sausage. protein, some yeah. probiotics. And a shipwreck. Those oh, were our obviously. probiotics and our prebiotics. And our antibiotics. So that one has cranberry juice in it, right? So that's. I think it's got it's got juices in rum, which is basically all they had for medicine in mid in during the Renaissance. Just pour some alcohol on it and some and some juice, and you're if that doesn't help you, maybe God will. It's got those cheap maraschino cherries in it. Oh. Mm, ten out of ten. The, the one true maraschino cherry, the little red bomb of doom. Ugh. It's great. What a good drink. So we get the shipwrecks. That's that's basically our go-to drink there. Yeah, it's the Shout best out one. To the if you're in the mood for a, a treat of the purple cows. I'm a big purple cow guy. Berry milkshakes. Oh yes. Those are pretty good. Big fan of those. We didn't get one this year though. Yeah, we didn't get a lot of stuff this year, actually, now that I think about it. See, because I felt judged and we were just rushing from point A to point B, just staring into the abyss. <laughs> Um, let's see. So we started off with the brats, and then we got shipwrecks, and then what did we have for our lunchy time? Your bread bowl. Was that really all we had? And the chimney cake. And the chimney cake. That was a lot of food, though, the chimney roll Those cake were thing. huge, and they were, what, 12 bucks? Like, that was crazy. Yeah, we got ours rolled in uh, uh, maple maple, maple sugar bacon. Maple. maple. Was, was it maple? Sugar with bacon, yeah. Mm, nice. Those were very good. Highly recommend. It was a very strange dough. I'm still kind of confused on what we ate. Like it was, I know what it was. It was a dough that I feel like was laminated. That was super stretchy and wrapped around a pole. And then mm, I don't think it was laminated. I think it was an enriched dough similar to like cinnamon roll. Hmm. It was yummy. It, it was, was very really good. good. And you had like six different options to like roll it in. Mm. There was the the fruity pebble one looked particularly good. That's the one I want to do next year because um, spoilers, guys, it's closed for the year. You should probably be listening to this in next January to prepare for when it opens in February. Yep, we'll re we'll just re- put this episode up again <laughs> next year in January. So that way everyone knows what two things to get when they what go to the Renaissance Festival. I'm trying to think. Like some years we get like the steak on the steak. Yeah. Um. Usually we get a. a a sausage on a stick. That's usually how we start. Yeah. But this year we went for the the magical mystery bread <laughs> option, which was a mistake. But the sausage on a stick is good. Steak on a stick is iconic. Everybody always talks about the turkey legs. They're they're turkey a real... leg. It's the same every time. I feel like they get more um, like connective tissue. More sinewy every more time. More sinewy every time. Every time I I see them, I'm like, oh, there's about three really good meaty bites there and the rest of it is just like trying to floss your teeth out with connective tissue 
uh, what's the uh, trigger warning for all the vegetarians that are listening in? <laughs> we'll leave for that. But yeah, um, I used to be a really big fan of the turkey leg. Kind of grown out of it. I think everybody just likes the turkey leg in theory. And then in execution, they're like, wow, that was too much of an experience. for me. Honestly, Thank you. if they just sold like the turkey leg skin... I'd be more into that. The floppy skin? The no, when it's always like, got. like the crispy bits. I've never had a crispy bit off of a Renaissance Festival turkey leg. They're always flabby. Hmm. If they had crispy bits, it'd be better in my experience. That's true. Let's talk about other things at the Renaissance Festival here in Arizona. Um, sponsored by Pepsi Always, which is a big disappointment. <laughs> How do you know that? Because they've only ever had Pepsi products. All the little plaques are always just Pepsi. You can get like Aquafina water or whatever weird cheap water they got for you. And then Mountain Dew, always Mountain Dew mm. is what I, I mean, and now I just get alcohol like a proper adult. Got a kill lifter this year. That felt weird. Hadn't had a kill lifter in. Long time. I mean, I don't even think I was legally able to drink last time I had a kill lifter. <laughs> no, because wasn't it in a milkshake that we had at Red Robin where we lied about our age? <laughs> Yum. <laughs> <laughs> oh, a delinquents podcast. You love to see it. I feel like last time we went, we got um like frozen mudslides or something. Oh yeah, they got the frozen drink drinky bevies. They got uh frozen mojitos and they've got mudslides because it's like a TGI Fridays. I was racking my brain People with why didn't did we know this, but TGI Fridays is actually based on the Renaissance times. <laughs> The big lack of Jack Daniels wings, though. Mm, true. I was trying to think, though, why did we pace ourselves so much? And the reason that we did is we went from the Renaissance Festival from, like, open to two or three, came home, took a nap, and then went straight to Best Bars for Arizona Cocktail Weekend. Mm, yes, that is true. I guess we could do a double episode. This could be the episode covering that whole thing. We're right on that edge of, of time. I mean, I don't know how much we have to say, but I Best don't bars have a lot year. to say about Best Bars because, in my opinion, this was the worst one we've been to. Yeah, I think that the venue was overcrowded. The drink, which isn't a bad thing. No, it is a bad thing. We would have died if there was a fire. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> Such such confidence. You were like, if there's a fire, I was going to die. I was going to jump right into it <laughs> on purpose to prove a point. That's what I said. Yep. Um, let's see. Oh, yeah. I mean, Top Bars was good. All of the Arizona bars represented really showed up and had some pretty decent drinks. The non- home team bars were all fine. This was the most commercialized version of it that I've seen, but I, I don't... I'm not I don't, surprised. That should not have negatively affected the drinks that much, which was a little disappointing. Everything just tasted kind of sharp this year. Everyone was on an acid bender. Well, that and it was like melon. Everything was melon-based. Everything was just bitter melons everywhere. Which I'm like... favorite vegetable. Melons are great. You can use it in a lot of things, and, like, it's good in drinks, but when everybody is doing a melon cocktail. <laughs> Everybody's melons. <laughs> um, my highlight was that Sink or Swim was there, and they make my favorite Cubano. Their, the Cubano there was good, and, and their, the Elote cup that we yeah. had from them was good. 
Um, they can typically be found outside of Wandering Tortoise if anybody wants to go try their food. It was very good. What else? I mean, there was Highlight. The Bitter and Twisted did a Hendrix. Every booth was sponsored by a major spirit distributor, which was interesting. So every every bar had something that they were repping. Yeah. Which was kind of cool conceptually, but it definitely felt like a lot of places kind of just phoned it in. Yeah. And I felt like this year, everybody was just trying to, like, get free merch from the bar. <laughs> And only we were succeeding. Uh, I did get a cool bar spoon that has a giraffe on the end. That's pretty fun. But there was this one table that had these cocktail bar bags. Yeah. And people were feral trying to get them. Yeah. I don't really understand why. Like, it's, it was all nice, uh, pretty nice cocktail stuff in the bag. But, like, it's a weird thing to go to an event and be like, give me your shaker. Uh, no, no. Give me your shaker. <laughs> Please, No. How about now? What if I asked nicely? The best part was we we ended up with one, or at least somebody uh, in our group. Someone in our group did, and he's walking around with it. And the guy was like, "What did you do to to do to get that?" And he was just like, "I just asked. I just asked nicely." He was like, "The guy said I had to guess the secret ingredient from each cocktail. Did you do that?" And he was just like, "Um." no no i i just asked nicely and he was like oh man he must have just thought i was some sort of asshole and <laughs> we're all like well if the shoe fits. Were. at least you got enough self-awareness to figure that out let's see um there was we got we got a clover club from clover club that was cool yeah it was uh fine it was a clover clubs are just a weird drink um we got to see all of our friends. Got to go on a little friend kiss and then got to kiss all the babies. We did get to see a lot of cool people. But overall, I'm like on the fence of if I'd go again next year. And we've gone, what, like four times now? Yeah. I mean, you can stay home. I'll go by myself. <laughs> little Grumpus. <laughs> just so hard to impress her these days. It's just so hard to impress. Well, look, guys, here's the problem. The, the value wasn't there for me. And I understand this is love food, hate money. This is not love cocktails, hate money. I want to only drink really, really good cocktails. I mean, and I'm sure people will disagree. Like, I'm sure there were some people that was like, everything I drank was incredible. But I felt like in past years, things have been more exciting and like, yeah, more innovative. I mean, what was your favorite drink that you've had from Top Bars? Because, I mean, Top Bar, we did all of our festivals that day, basically, because this is our, the, the fest, it was the festival Sunday. I know, and I think the next episode, we're going to talk about the, another festival that we just went to. Oh, yes. So many festivals. So fastidious in here in the Arizona winter slash oh, spring. We have to get them all in before, like, now, when it's freaking hot already. Oh, it's not that bad. We're only in the 90s still. Aww. I don't even think we're actually in the 90s yet. I think it's still the 80s, but, you know, summer, summer 86. happens. 86. Yeah, see? That's not 90s. I was right. I like how that was the one thing you were able to fact check quickly. <laughs> um, I mean, top bars, I think the weirdest thing that we've seen was the monkey shoulder uh, concrete mixer at one of them, and they had the, you remember that? Mm-hmm. And it had the little tap handle at the end of the little concrete mixy thing is what the drinks came out of. Yeah, that was really fun, actually. That was like the, the on it, that was there. I was like, oh, that's a big commercial. And this year was just like, oh, this is like living in the Wally cruise ship. 
Um, I do think the most interesting drink that we had was the one that tasted like a taco that had sour cream around the rim. True. That one was probably the most interesting. I think that was a bar from Miami. Yeah, I think it was. I think it's called Sexy Fish. And then the other really good one, the Miami Vice that we had, was also from a bar from Florida. So I think Florida's really upping their drinking game. Can't imagine why they're drinking more all of a sudden, but... uh, They just love God and their country and rum. (laughs) (laughs) Not necessarily in that order. So yeah, we did Renaissance and Arizona Cocktail Weekend, hot bars in one day. It was it was a very it was good fine. Day. We paced ourselves well. Yeah, we remember it. Just <laughs> I've had a end of and I, I left with both of my knees intact. Top bars is how I blew one of my knees out. Everyone who knows knows, and if you don't know, feel free to ask me on the side. That's a, <laughs> there's photo evidence. Courtney has a nice like uh, flip book of me just not being able to walk the same ever again. <laughs> Maybe that will be the um, cover photo for this episode. Oh, that would be it. good. Spoilers. We can get consent to post that. <laughs> I we could go get consent right quick. Yeah. Well, on that note. I'm going to go and walk around funny and prepare for the next festival, get ready to go, do fun things. Thank you for listening to Love, Food, Hate, Money. This podcast is edited by John Watkins of Feather Fiction Studios. He also does our original music. Thanks for sticking with us over the break. Um, We know it was a weird time, and even this episode, we're still getting back into the swing of things as we unpack and move. So we appreciate your patience and uh, all the kind words that everybody sent. We so appreciate that. Uh, So stay tuned while we get back into the swing of things. Some of our projects have been put on hold um, because obviously when your apartment floods, finances get a little weird. (laughs) Um, I think that's all I got. Thank you very much, everybody. Bye. Bye. I made a mess.